Konnichiwa from Color Chill. This is the Warshack Japan update from the 17th of August 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. On Tuesday the 16th of August, because of the considerable worries over the Taiwan situation, the defense chiefs of the United States and Japan promised to join efforts. After China launched ballistic missiles into the vicinity of Japan's remote southwest islands earlier this month, the military chiefs of Japan and the United States met for the first time Tuesday. They vowed to work together to respond to, quote, any situation in the region. The new defense minister, Yasukazu Hamada, and U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, quote, strongly condemned Beijing's decision to fire five ballistic missiles into Japan's claimed exclusive economic zone and promised, quote, seamless cooperation in future challenges. The threats from China and the invasion of Japan's sea has created ongoing tensions in the region. Speaking of invasions, Monday the 15th of August marked the 77th anniversary of the last day of war, and the annual memorial ceremony for the people that died in World War II was held at Ippon Budokan. During the ceremony, stories of war survivors and soldiers were broadcasted. The war storytelling activities are expected to carry on for up to 10 years in Tokyo, Hiroshima, Nagasaki, and Okinawa prefectures. On that note about the Second World War, Tadamatsu Itatsu, who survived the kamikaze attacks and later served as the first secretary general of a Chiron Kamikaze Peace Hall in Kagoshima Prefecture, visited over 1,000 bereaved families and gave him the manga he created. He had penned a manga about his father, who was in the army during World War II. Earlier, he had donated 1,500 of these to elementary and junior high schools in his hometown of Inuyama. Since we are talking about wars, some Japanese IT companies have Ukrainian employees working for them in Japan. Some businesses are trying to assist Ukrainians as their country struggles with the Russian invasion. Now let's move on to some news about COVID-19 in Japan. On Saturday, the 13th of August, according to the Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare, coronavirus cases dropped from 250,000 to 200,000 cases this week. As medical tightness continues, Okinawa's bed occupancy rate is at 100%. Japan's COVID deaths have increased sevenfold over a month amid the latest virus wave. However, COVID hasn't stopped people from traveling. Since Sunday, the 14th of August, the summer break has seen crowded airports and train stations. Even though Japan continues to struggle with COVID-19, many people are traveling across the country for the first time in three years for the summer holiday season without COVID-19 restrictions on a domestic level. In other news, Dentsu Company Director and ex-official of the Tokyo Olympic Organizing Committee, Haroyuki Takahashi, is suspected of receiving bribes from the former head of Aoki Holdings Incorporated. Allegedly, $380,000 were deposited in a bank account of Dentsu. The Tokyo District Prosecutors believe that the bribe is related to the Olympic sponsorship since Takahashi's company was one of the game's biggest sponsors. On that note about money, on Monday the 15th, there was a decrease in the exchange rate, with the yen trading at 133 yen against the dollar. The exchange rate has been fluctuating since Abe's murder, but they might stabilize soon. Unfortunately, we can't say the same about prices. The country is expected to see a further price hike for milk and yogurt, Wholesale prices for raw milk have increased for the first time in 13 years. Speaking of prices, on Monday the 15th, the Fast Trains Odakyu Electric Railway in Kanagawa announced their plans to raise their Romancier Limited Express fare 
by around 22% as of October. Now let's see what the officials are up to. On Thursday, the 11th of August, the government held a meeting and talked about five members of the ruling Liberal Democratic Party who have ties with the Unification Church. So far, the executive hasn't disclosed the names of these members. In other news, Northern Japan and Hokuriku are expected to experience heavy rain on Tuesday the 16th. Watch out for landslides and flooding in the Tohoku region. Speaking of water, on Monday the 15th, a passenger ship caught fire in Hiroshima. According to the Hiroshima Coast Guard, 16 people, including three children, were rescued by a nearby ship, and no one was luckily injured. According to the security department, the ship departed from Hiroshima City just after 7 o'clock a.m. on the 15th and was on a sightseeing tour. Patrol boats and other firefighters worked to extinguish the fire, but the ship sank at around 8.45 a.m. So far, the cause of the fire is not known. In other news, the Manpei Hotel, located in Karuizawa Town, Nagano Prefecture, is a pioneer of the Western-style hotels in Japan. The hotel will soon enter its first large-scale renovation in January 2023. With over 130 years of history, it is marked as one of the hotels that helped absorb Western culture in Japan. And fun fact, former Beatle John Lennon used to escape the summer heat at this hotel. On some tech news, on Thursday the 11th of August, Tokyo Metropolitan tested a new AI-developed patrol security robot. The patrol robot can detect obstacles and people around the area and moves along multiple predetermined routes while taking photos with a security cam. The government will deploy these patrols by the end of November this year. The Tokyo Metropolitan Government wants a full-scale introduction in order to support security guards. The 100th edition of the comic market, the largest self-publishing mangaka doujinshi market in Japan, opened on Sunday the 13th of August at Tokyo Big Site and Kotoku. This is a subculture festival that began in 1975 and has supported Japanese manga culture and creative activities. The next Kama Market 101 will last two days from the 30th to the 31st of December 2022 at Tokyo Big Site. And to close this edition, a book recommendation. The author, Emi Yagi, wrote her first novel, Diary of a Void, while working 12 hours a day as the editor for a well-known women's magazine. The book was awarded the prestigious Osamu Dazai Prize in 2020 for its insightful examination of gender expectations and professional careers in Japan. The novel explores themes of balance between work and life, motherhood, and loneliness. If you're not fluent in Japanese, don't worry, the book has been translated recently into English. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. But before we leave, we wanted to ask you something. In light of fuel shortages, how much have you paid for gas this week? Do you think the price was cheap, fair, or expensive? Let us know at podcast at warshop.com. Matane!